You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. We are, of course, the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. I am your host. And today we're going to talk about my thoughts from last episode since it was strictly in the field. Now, there's a couple of things we're actually going to do here. Um, Stuff happened that I actually edited out because I wanted to try to do some debunking. And I did, sort of. And we'll get into that just a little bit. But first, I just want to give you my overall thoughts on everything. Like I said on the podcast, I'd been there many times. I actually used to go to school not too far from there. And my grandparents' house was about six or seven blocks away. So I had spent a lot of time there as a kid. Um, It had been a couple of years, probably about four or five years since I was there last. And I just loved the place. I absolutely do. It's... You don't think of Revolutionary War when you think of Connecticut. You know, you, and I've lived here almost my entire life and sometimes even forget that it's there because it's just kind of tucked away. And the hours are really weird. I think it's only open till 3, but you can still go in. You just can't park there, which never made sense to me. But I absolutely love going there. It's just such a historic piece of land and... You know, it's beautiful to go there. So that's my overall thoughts of just Nathan Hale Park itself. Now, as far as the investigation goes, each bunker kind of presented its own challenges. Like the first one was all right. There's really not, there was nothing going on there. One of the bunkers, the uh, spirit box on my phone was very active. Now, again, I'm not 100% sold on the Spirit app, Spirit Box on the phone, because, again, I, I don't know if it's legit or not. The reviews seem to think it is, but, you know, when you think about how much a Spirit Box actually costs, and then to get it for 99 cents on your phone, same thing with, you know, the other app. So. I think they're going to be good tools to use because it can open up new lines of questions that I could ask based off the answer I get just to see if something else does appear. But overall, you know, it could it just be a novelty thing? Yeah. I mean, I've I've said the same thing about the SLS camera. I got no interactions whatsoever on the SLS camera app except for one, and that was because there was a uh, graffiti inside the the bunker, so it may have just been reading that. Um, one of the bunkers, though, like I said, was very active with the spirit box, you know, and I got many words, including Alice, back, I think one was help, something like that, so... That was a lot of fun to work with. Um, And then there was the one that was just filled with birds. Literal birds that were swirling like a bird nato. 
and then as I peered in, they shot out one by one and flew pretty low. I mean, and then when I walked away, they all went back inside. Now, if it was, you know, a dead animal in there that was attracting them, I don't think that they would have been swirling like a bird nato. I mean, that's the only way I could describe it. They were literally flying in circles and occasionally shooting out of the bunker, which, again, as I mentioned last time, it reminded me of the bat at the cemetery, how it just... It didn't come close enough to hit me, but close enough for me to uh, be afraid of it. I've read theories and heard things that spirits can control animals. So, again, it makes me want to go back there and do more investigating. I've never really been there at night. I mean, it, it felt fine in the daytime. I was the only one on the property other than the uh, people fishing off the pier at Black Rock 4. But as far as the actual battleground itself with the bunkers, I was the only one there the entire time. Uh, with, Like I said, with it only being open during certain hours, would I love to investigate that place at night? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that just... I would imagine it has a completely different feel for it. So... I don't know how one would go ahead and get permission to do that. So if uh, you're part of Nathan Ray Nathan Hale Park uh, agency or whatever, and you're listening to this, reach out to me. Hit me up. So, no, I enjoyed the investigation. I do wish that I had more time there. Uh, I was at the mercy of the bus schedule, or else I would have definitely spent more than the 45 minutes that I was actually there. But now I want to talk to you a little bit about something that I edited out because I wanted to uh, do a little bit more research and whatnot. Now, for those of you who have watched the last season of Stranger Things, you know all about Vecna's clock. There's no other way for me to describe this, but I recorded multiple sounds of what sounds like Vecna's clock while I was there. And I tried to debunk it with other sounds. So, and I tried to edit it out the best that I could in the podcast, because like I said, I didn't know what it was. And I, to be honest with you, I still don't. So what I'm going to play for you right now is actually the loudest, because... Uh, they were of multiple different volumes, this sound, whatever it was. I'm going to play for you right now a short clip of what it sounded like. IR thermometer, see if there's any cold spots inside bunker number one. Seems to be a steady... 67 to 69. I mean, when I did the playback to edit the podcast two weeks ago, I was just taken back by that sound because I did not hear it at all while I was there. And so I tried to think, okay, what, what could possibly make that sound? And one of the things that I thought about was, you know, there is a flagpole 
But then I looked at a map of the grounds, and that flagpole is nowhere near where I was. It's a good, you know, quarter mile away. The fact that there were different volumes of it, and, you know, considering how loud that first one was, it sounded like it was right on top of me, whatever it was. So, I don't know. Like I said, it. I recorded multiple versions of it, not just the three or four that you heard in that one clip. And it all seemed to be around that first bunker. And now I'm going to play for you the next couple of sounds. And you can hear how, again, different volume, different echo, different whatever. the SLS camera inside bunker one and the fact that this all happened at bunker one and I think a little bit at bunker two out of all of them after I left that side of the park never heard it again and like I said I did not hear these sounds at all while I was recording them. So, I mean, I guess they're technically EVPs because I didn't hear them at all in the field. There is one last bit of whatever these are. For nothing, my camera seems to be focusing on something, but it's not actually manifesting itself just yet. And there is absolutely no way that my mini little recorder would have captured the flagpole from how far away it is. So I wanted to actually try something. There was a part of me that thought maybe it was the sound of me placing the recorder on the metal bars blocking me from entering the bunkers. But I also didn't pick it up and put it down that many times. So, and I did it on all of the bunkers and only got it on one and I think a little bit of two. So I went to my local park and took the same recorder and placed it on as many different metal objects as I can. The bleachers, the steel fence by the baseball field, and... Yeah, there's a bit of an echo on it, but it's nowhere near the same sound. All right, so I'm going to try to debunk the sounds that I got at Nathan Hale Park. I don't know what that clock sound was. Part of me thinks it was me putting the recorder down on the bars. Part of me knows that you can hear both that sound and another sound. So I'm going to attempt to put the same recorder down on several different metal objects just to see if I can replicate the sound. Alright, I'm gonna look for all metal objects I can find. I see several that I'm gonna attempt. So I'm walking to the bleachers. I'm gonna try putting it down different ways, harder, softer, because there were different sound effects. So that was three attempts right there. 
got three more ideas. Actually, four more ideas. And one more coming up. So I guess we'll see. None of those sounds even really sounded like what I captured. So I can honestly say I'm I'm more perplexed by this than I was when I first heard it. So what this basically means is I definitely have to go back at some point and see if I can recreate the sound actually in the exact same location. Because none of those sounds even sounded close. And again, considering that the flagpole was nowhere near where I was. I'm going to rule that out as well. Even as windy as it was, I don't think that it would have picked up. And like I said, I didn't hear it with my own ears as well. So I'm honestly confused by it. I want to know what you think. Do the sounds that I captured at my local park sound the same to you? Let me know. There's also a part that I did not actually include in the original podcast out at Black Rock Fort where there's a sign outside of the fort and I, I read the sign to see if I can get a reaction. So it sounded something like this. Here on July 5th, 1779, 18 men under Lieutenant Daniel Bishop stood in defense of New Haven against British fleet commanded by Commodore Sir George Collier and land forces commanded by Major General William Tryon. When ammunitions ran out, the Patriots spiked their their guns and withdrew. Did that occur? Is that accurate? Now, when I recorded that, I was a little off the fort. I was in front of it, so the voices of the fishermen should not have been picked up. And I don't know about you, but it almost sounds like somebody says yes. I'm going to play that sound clip again. So again, there's no... There's a sound there. Is it someone saying yes? I don't know. But I can honestly say it's got more... I've got more questions now than I did before, which is the sign of any good investigation. Let me know what you thought, and thank you for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. Have a good one, everybody. Check out redbubble.com slash people slash shop CKCC for the latest t-shirts and other paraphernalia about your favorite podcasting network, CKCC Radio.